This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. The Alabama Supreme Court has affirmed a $10 million judgment against the Spring Hill Medical Center in Mobile when it comes to a wrongful death lawsuit. A Mobile County jury first issued the guilty verdict against SMC when it comes to the death of Jay West. That verdict was then appealed, and the Alabama Supreme Court has now upheld the verdict. The death of Jay West occurred back in 2014 after he cut the tip off of his thumb while running a table saw. West was given pain medication after a surgeon repaired the thumb at the Spring Hill Medical Center. West was then found dead in his hospital room. Attorneys for West family argued that SMC did not implement any safety measures to prevent the nursing staff from administering an opioid-induced respiratory depression that caused West's death. The wife to West says it's been a nine-year journey, but justice has been served for her husband's tragic and entirely avoidable death. The Hoover City Council has approved a resolution that urges the state legislature to pass stiffer penalties when it comes to false reports to police. This move from the city council comes after the fake kidnapping claims of Carly Russell this past July. The Hoover Police Department, along with volunteers from the area, searched for Russell for 48 hours following her fake claim of stopping alongside Highway 459 due to a small child that was running alongside the road. Russell herself then disappeared, leaving her car and everything in it alongside the road. Russell then reemerged at her home two days later and since then publicly confessed to fabricating the whole ordeal. Russell is now charged with two misdemeanors. However, Hoover Police Chief Nick Dursey says state legislators should enhance the penalties for reporting a violent crime. State Senator April Weaver says she absolutely intends to offer such legislation to that effect. Weaver wants there to be a prison sentence involved for someone who fakes an abduction and in so doing deploys the time, energy, and resources of law enforcement. A judge in Houston County is refusing to reinstate bond for a fire medic who is being charged with stealing law enforcement information and stealing drugs. Jesse Taylor made an appeal to the judge for bond but was denied on August 8th. Taylor is charged with trafficking fentanyl as well as illegally intercepting law enforcement data while working for Ricky Stokes News as well as the Houston County Emergency Management Agency. Judge Christopher Richardson made the decision in a hearing that revealed Taylor was arrested for taking 40 vials of fentanyl from the fire department where his EMA office was also housed. Taylor is one of the two employees arrested and charged recently for computer tampering. This resulted in the Houston County EMA director, Chris Judah, resigning from his position. Prosecutors are seeking the death penalty in a case of a fallen Auburn police officer, William Buckner. 33-year-old Grady Wilkes is on trial for shooting and killing Buckner back in 2019 and wounding two others. The three officers were responding to a domestic violence call coming from Wilkes's girlfriend. Attorneys for Wilkes are claiming that he suffers from mental defect as the reason for the shooting. Wilkes is a veteran. Court testimony revealed that Wilkes was wearing body armor, a helmet, and had a shield when he shot at the officers in the Arrowhead Mobile Home Park. Congratulations to Joe Clark of Gulf Shores for receiving the Medal of Valor Award. Clark was off duty from his job as a firefighter when he heard a call come in of a house on fire near to where he was already located. Clark went into that burning building and ended up rescuing someone who was trapped inside. Clark was honored with the medal at the Gulf Shores Fire Rescue Annual Banquet, which was held this week. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. National News. 
Six people have died so far due to the wildfires on the Hawaiian islands of Maui and the Big Island. Search and rescue efforts continue in that area. Strong winds from Hurricane Dora have fanned the flames and caused serious problems on those islands. The Coast Guard has rescued 14 people who had to go into the ocean waters just to escape the flames and the smoke. The governor of that state, Josh Green, is currently activated by the Hawaiian National Guard. Acting Governor Sylvia Luke has issued an emergency declaration for that state. The House Oversight Committee has released more documents detailing more bank records that show major money deposits to the Biden family while Joe Biden was vice president. This is the third round of documents that show the money trail of foreign entities as they make payments through shell companies that were used as pass-throughs for the Biden family. The documents show that Biden received $20 million in total from the countries of Russia, Ukraine, and Kazakhstan. Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer says that the evidence confirms that Hunter Biden sold access to his father, Joe Biden, when he was vice president, to those foreign entities who were seeking to get favorable U.S. foreign policy for their company or government. Comer also said that it's clear that Joe Biden knew about his son's business dealings and allowed himself to be the brand that was sold to these foreign entities. Florida Congressman Greg Stubbe spoke on Fox Business about offering impeachment charges in the House against Biden. Stubbe serves on the House Weaponization of Government Committee. I I personally intend on filing our own impeachment resolution just based on the corruption and bribery information that's been brought forth to the House. Uh, Obviously, that goes through the Judiciary Committee, uh, so that's going to be up to Jim Jordan. But you're right, ultimately, it's up to Speaker McCarthy, who has now opened up. uh, He he has said openly that uh, he is he's looking to that, uh, which is certainly more language from him than I've seen previously. But I can tell you there is way more evidence of high crimes and misdemeanors that we have before the American people that the House has been able to uncover because we have the majority and have been doing all these investigations. It is long past time to start the impeachment process. All the documents released on Wednesday can be read at the Oversight website, which is at oversight.house.gov. A hearing has been set for this Friday to work out the time frame for the trial against Donald Trump in Washington, D.C., following indictments from special counsel Jack Smith. Trump is being charged for statements that he made related to the 2020 presidential election being stolen. Trump maintains that his First Amendment rights are being violated on this issue. Trump also took to social media to point out that now that his attorneys have subpoena powers to gain access to documents for his defense, that he's finding out that the House Select Committee for January 6th have illegally destroyed all the records and documents that they collected during their hearings throughout 2022. Trump says the system is rigged and corrupt and very much a repeat of what happened in the 2020 presidential election. Alabama Congressman Gary Palmer weighed in on this latest development regarding the destroyed documents by the House Democrats. Palmer called in to Birmingham radio station Talk 99.5 and radio host Leland Whaley. Uh, I think Jim Jordan, who's chairing that select committee on the weaponization of the DOJ should immediately start issuing subpoenas, and, and not just for documents, but for individuals. Uh, and, you know, I didn't know about it until you told me about it this morning. Apparently that broke last night, and uh, and I missed it. But uh, I haven't had a chance to talk to Jamie Comer on oversight. I think we'll be digging into it as well. But uh, we're, we're going to try to expose as much of this as we can they do not want it's amazing to me because i don't think they really want donald trump to have a a trial because he they know he has a right in deposition to all of the evidence and all the documents and and so what they do they just went out and destroyed them 
Well, the Michigan voter registration scandal is not going away, so we're going to cover more aspects of that story since it broke yesterday. It was first revealed by the Gateway Pundit that a police investigation was launched in 2020 after a woman dropped off 8,000 voter registrations to a Muskegon, Michigan city clerk. Many of those applications were invalid with similar signatures and fake addresses and names. The woman was found to be working for GBI Strategies. When police inspected GBI Strategies offices, they found semi-automatic guns, silencers, burner phones, and prepaid cash cards, as well as incomplete voter registrations. The Gateway Pundit also spoke with Michigan State Senator Ruth Johnson about this case. Since Johnson is the former Secretary of State for Michigan, she estimates that under the pretext of COVID and the need for mail-in ballots, about 800,000 ballot applications were sent to non-qualified voters in that state by the current Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson. Johnson says that many of those who received an application had either moved out of state, died, were illegal to the U.S., or underage. The Michigan police report indicates that GBI Strategies was exploiting this glut of voter registration applications being sent out in order to return them and inundate the system where some of the city clerks would never bother to catch the fraud or report it. In this case, the Muskegon clerk did. GBI Strategies is a left-wing campaign consulting company with a mailing address in Virginia and an office in Tennessee. The whole GBI Strategies investigation was handed off to the FBI by the Muskegon police, but that went nowhere. And only recently has the Gateway Pundit been able to get hold of that police report. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 